The Power of the Lens, A Way of Life, is verbalized in podcast 130, was captured and framed in nine chapters in publication 241 in ISBN 978-976-9676848. According to Robert Woods, ASME Fellow, I quote, It becomes necessary to bring philosophy into contact with the real world, end quote, especially given the specifics of this conversation, the power of the lens, a way of life. Sense or iris controls how much light enters our eye and the lens helps focus the light, then this parallel is best accomplished and therefore I humbly purport that I have manufactured a criticism which encourages comparison that universally provides analysis for this conversation. In the scheme of things, the lens works using a principle known as light refraction. The light bends and changes its direction of travel. And all things being considered, all these lenses help me see or perceive things and persuade me to a particular action or new behavior. It is generally accepted that the origin of the lens can be traced back to the ancient Roman philosopher Seneca, who described, I quote, letters could be magnified by a ball of crystal, end quote, about 2,000 years ago. At this juncture, I introduce Robert Wood's ASME fellow because he employed the lens of memoir to capture and frame the details concerning the fact that at some point in any scientific endeavor, it becomes necessary to bring philosophy into contact with the real world. The tools for doing this are the scientific instruments, such as an optical instrument or optic for short, which is a device that processes light waves or photons, either to enhance an image for viewing or to analyze and determine their characteristic properties. Such common examples are namely periscopes, microscopes, telescopes and cameras, which can be used to perform critical experiments. These instruments are tangible hardware, not abstract thought. The theorician is thus sooner or later at the mercy of the instrument maker. The memoir lens that Wood employs draws attention to a parallel which is not only profound but is insightful and can be interpreted as a lived experience. At this phase, I take the time to introduce the historical lens because it captures and frames the fact that since the first Asian scientists started experimenting and trying to decipher the secrets of life, universe and the world we live in, one specific question became apparent to them. What is light? How it travels? And how can we take advantage of its properties? Answers to that question started appearing during the life 
of the great ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia with the creation of first crude lenses. From that point on, scientists from all major cultures in Asia, Middle East, Africa and Europe started working tirelessly on testing, hypervising and building test instruments with a goal of depicting light behavior, properties and the way it interacts with matter. Finally, after more than 2,000 years, discoveries in many fields of science enable engineers and inventors to start testing modern optics, which focuses on the research of brand new areas such as wave optics and quantum optics. Through the timeline lens, in 1623, far from a precise science, determining the right lens for the given eyeglass wearer was as arduous a task as finding the only foot in the kingdom to fit the glass slipper. In the early 17th century, the Spanish invented the first graded lenses, significantly reducing the trial and error associated with trying on different lenses until, at last, one pair enabled the wearer to see better. It is not known how long lenses have existed. It is possible that Egyptian statues dated to 2600 BCE were the earliest examples. Some statues have remarkably lifelike eyes, which incorporate lenses that may have been hand-ground or turned on primitive lists like those that were then being used to turn axles. From Italy, this new invention was introduced to the Law or Benulex countries like Belgium, Netherlands, Luxembourg, Germany, Spain, France and England. These glasses were all convex lenses that magnify print and objects. Through the factual lens, it is noted that camera lenses are made up of a series of glass plates that are convex, curved outward or concave curved inward. All lenses filter and focus light so that it hits the sensor or film strip correctly. However, there are a variety of other factors that determine how a camera lens affects the look and the quality of the final photo. Lens, in optics, piece of glass or other transparent substance that is used to form an image of an object by focusing rays of light from the object. There are two main types of lenses, known as convex or convergent and concave or divergent. In a convex lens, sometimes called a positive lens, the glass or plastic surfaces bulge outwards in the center given the classic lintel-like shape. Microscopes let us peep inside invisible worlds our eyes could never see. Telescopes take us far beyond the earth to the stars and planets of the night sky. 
movie projectors show enormous images onto screens and lighthouses cast reassuring beams of light far across the ocean. Amazing curves of glass or plastic coal lenses make all these things possible. When I take a close-up view of what they are and how they work, it is noted that a lens works by refraction. It bends light rays as they pass through it so they change direction. That means the rays seem to come from a point that's closer or further away from where they actually originate. And that's what makes objects seen through a lens seem either bigger or smaller than they really are. Lenses are everywhere in the world around us, in everything from car headlamps and flashlights to the LED lights used in electronic instrument panels. Our eyes contain probably the most amazing lenses of all. The historical lens validates the power of the lens a way of life. This theoretical abstract also comports and or masquerades itself as a metaphor in the conversation to simply capture and frame detailed information on how I see things. A case in point, if I look at sports through the lens of medicine, there is that distinct plausibility that I might gravitate towards the discipline and or study injuries to players because of my lens. However, the stark reality is all these lenses help me see or perceive things and persuade me to a particular action or new behavior. Since in an eye, the lens which is behind the iris helps focus light on the retina, so we can see and lens helps focus the light, then it is reasonable to believe that metaphorically, according to historians.org lens, we use past experience to make sense of present dilemmas. This comment creates the environment to highlight the fact that a lens is a transparent piece of glass or plastic with at least one curved surface. It gets its name from the Latin word for lentil, a type of pulse used in cooking. But don't let that confuse you. There's no real reason for this other than that the most common kind of lens called a convex lens looks very much like a lintel. Now that I have contextualized this conversation, the power of the lens, a way of life, and put things in perspective, it makes sense of events in the world around me, legitimizing the reason why I employ my macro lens to allow me to experience explicit detail on previous personal and historical experience. This thinking is also corroborated by American Historical Association through their lens. I quote, We use our experiences from an earlier, similar situation to give us a sense of understanding in the new situation. Through the lens of analysis, the aforesaid data certainly conjured calibration in my mind, since it is a comparison between a known measurement, the standard, and the measurement using your instrument. Typically, the 
accuracy of the standard should be 10 times the accuracy of the measuring device being tested. In practice, calibration also includes repair of the device if it is out of calibration. Make no mistake, the human eye is a live organ for sight, whereas a camera is an equipment to capture images. Eye uses live cells to detect light, while the camera uses a diaphragm to detect light and capture images. To put it succinctly, an eye and a camera both have lenses and they are fitted with light-sensitive surfaces. The theory of the power of the lens, a way of life, is also grounded in the theory that if a lens has a shorter focal length, it is said to be more powerful. Denise Tevrez has joined the discourse and shared through her lens that there is the social lens which often overlaps with lenses that examine culture, race, ethnicity, and history. These lenses assist global citizens in looking at the differences between social classes and occupations of the characters as well as any other economic differences and social status of multiple characters. We should also be conscious of the fact that there are also historical lenses which are also profiled as a social lens, political lens, and economic lens. Social lens concentrates on persons and their communications with other people. It discovers fields of class, ethnicity, culture, and gender. Social lens is likely the extensive and extremely all-encompassing of the three types of lenses, culture, race, sex, religion, and economic status are the main factors that affects a person's opinion of the world. Political lens does not only concentrate merely on politicians and local governments, but the political lens searches at the relationship of people who have authority and those who do not. The political lens finds to describe the components of authority and influence within the firm's hierarchy. It describes leaders, governments, and how policies affect regulations, legislation, and power. Economic lens concentrates on the national, local, or international economy, all of which are the core of every human being's life. It discovers the economic power of the issue and the opinion of different economists. An economic lens exposes fields associated with international or national economies and business dealings, both private and public. In this environment, there are other lenses that historians will employ to create new questions, perspectives, and ways to understand past actions. All of these methods increase the size and width of historical lenses. Through UNESCO, the Cultural Diversity Lens, it is noted that this program was designed to create awareness of cultural dimensions, issues, and factors in development programs 1 in 2005. As an author, 
cinematographer, media arts specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, podcaster, and publisher, I have been exposed to focal length, the type of lens, and what they are used for during my academic tenure as a media arts major at New Jersey City University. A case in point, the 4mm to 14mm fisheye lens is employed for abstract and creative work. 14mm to 35mm wide-angle lens facilitates landscape and architecture. The 35mm to 85mm, which is a standard street lens, is employed for travel or portrait. 85mm to 135mm is the short telephoto lens is employed for street photography and portraits. 135mm plus medium telephoto lens is normally used for sports, wildlife and action. 300mm plus is the super telephoto lens employed for sports from a distance, nature and astronomy. And the macro lens is employed for close-up shots. When I examine all of the aforesaid and juxtapose the same against the backdrop of Newton's third law, it is evident that when these various subject matter interacted, they apply forces to one another that are equal in magnitude and opposite in direction. Therefore, contextually speaking, the third law is characterized here in this discourse as the law of action and reaction. Overall, these form of reasoning highlighted above are best accomplished because I have manufactured a criticism which encourages comparison that universally provides analysis which supports this conversation, the power of the lens, a way of life, ISBN 9789769676848. The stark reality is, the lens allows for the gradual identification of possible options for improving the program under analysis while respecting and promoting cultural diversity. Lenses assist global citizens in looking at the differences and similarities in culture. And this is one of the fundamental reasons why we employ them consciously and unconsciously to create new questions, perspectives, and ways to understand past actions. All of these methods increase the size and width of historical lenses. Lenses are everywhere in the world around us. These lenses can be used for abstract, action, architecture, creative and landscape, nature and astronomy, portrait, street photography and sports, travel and wildlife purposes. Now that the proverbial dust is settled, the power of the lens, a way of life, is not only an abstract statement, but how I see things was captured and framed in nine chapters in publication 
241 ISBN 978-976-967-68-48 and verbalize in podcast 130.